Good afternoon, everybody. Good morning. This is Chris from the Herf House Podcast, sitting here with two good friends of mine. Uh, and we're going to talk about several topics today. Don't know what, so we're just going to let it flow. Um, we're sitting here at the Big Ash Cigar Lounge, and I'm here with one of the owners, Lamont, and our good friend, Chris. And we are smoking and talking. Lamont, tell us a, a bit about your cigar lounge. Uh, this is Big Ass Cigar Lounge. It is located in Hopewell Junction, 448 Route 376. And uh, we've been here for almost a year, moving on a year now. And uh, we, uh, my partner and I, Mark, put this together so that we can have moments like this. You know, it's come together, have some conversations, smoke some good cigars, and probably build on bigger things. Tell us what... what led you and Mark to want to start this cigar lounge business? We, uh, actually smoking with you guys. I've been smoking with you guys for like, what, 20 years now, you know what I'm saying? But we, uh, always wanted to open a cigar lounge. Um, we were going to, you know, other lounges and, um, just felt like, you know, we should have our own. And, uh, one day Mark's, um, this, this place became available. Mark's father-in-law owns it. And, um, who the tenant before us had moved out and Mark's father-in-law went to him and said, hey, didn't you and Lamont want to work open a lounge? And he was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, well, I got a spot for you. So we just put it together. Like it just came together like that, like kind of quick. You know? So, And it's a nice little spot. It's not, it's kind of out of the way, but not too out of the way. Yeah. And, you know, it, hard to find, but it is easy to find if you really want to look. If mm -hmm. you're very, uh so how's it been for the last year? And that year went by fast because yeah. with COVID and everything, mm -hmm. that year went by fast. So how's it been for the last year? Yeah, I think uh, July, so not quite a year, but July will be a year. And uh, it's uh, it's been going good, you know, like uh, better than expected for COVID, I feel, you know. So, uh, you know, we have to be a little uh, uh, wary or conscious of, you know, how many people we have in here and everything like that. But uh, – been self-sustaining and i'm hoping you know when the when the covid restrictions lift that we can you know we'll uh, grow even more but i'm optimistic because we have been able the business has been sustaining through covid and we opened during covid so looks like it'll be good so give a little insight in the scar lounge what how has it been socially to have a scar lounge i mean we've all been to lounges prior to this and you know, my aspect is it's always been a friendly type of yeah. crowd that smokes cigars and comes together. And, you know, you meet a lot of new different people. How, have you met a lot of new people? And I know you have a following a group of friends. We all come here and everything. So how has it been with outsiders, just everyday guy walking off the street? Um, it's been really good, you know. Everybody's different. So, you know, that's a good thing. You know, we get a different mix of guys. We had a, uh, a guy who lived down the road, showed up here for the first time last night, chiropractor. Um, he was a quiet, cool guy. Uh, we have other guys that just want to come in and read, you know, sit in the corner by themselves and read. Some guys want to come in and watch sports. And then um, we also have, uh, you know, some guys want to come in and, you know, probably most people want to come in and just have, you know, some cool, quiet conversations, you know. But um, like you said, something about cigars mellows out the conversation because I have had, you know, uh, some big discussions about politics or about, you know, uh, you know, the social climate in America, you know, and uh, 
uh, we've had opposing, I've had opposing views with some of the customers, but it was like never, you know, to the point where it was like, yo, F you, you know what I'm saying? We're not going to talk anymore. Yeah, we're not going to talk here. anymore. Yeah. yeah, like, and I, I don't know. Delete I don't, me on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I don't know if it's cigars or what, but it just feels like it's like, uh, you know, when you sit here in the lounge and you talk about it, like it doesn't get into a shouting match. It doesn't, you know, uh, from the fist to cuffs. Yeah, it seems like, you know, you smoke at home. It's kind of different than smoking in a lounge mm-hmm. because it, I think, like you said, people just come here to read. I, they look at this as a getaway. Mm-hmm. You get away from home, even though if you may be alone at home and you're smoking, it's not the same when you're smoking in the lounge-type setting. Correct me if I'm wrong. I agree 100%. Um, um, go ahead. No, no, real quick, just to share my thoughts while we're on the, on the topic. I mean, um, to your point, we've done – we've been to so many different um, – Cigar lounges, you know, restaurants, anywhere that, that gave us the opportunity to smoke cigars. Um, and from my standpoint, maybe it's a biased opinion, but th- this is the one area where you can, this is the one lounge that I feel like it's um, super inclusive, um, inviting to all walks of life. Um, it's a place where you can just hang your hat and just kind of relax and have those conversations uh, with just about anybody around about anything. Um, I've probably invited over... 20 to 30 different people um, to come here and hang out. Just told them about it, told them about the price points from a cigar standpoint, told them about, um, you know, the atmosphere itself. And every person that stopped by and come here and, and either purchased or hung out for a while had nothing but great things to say about it. So, and again, maybe it's biased, but knowing these guys for as long as I've known them, I, I knew it'd be a great time. But hearing the feedback from those folks that come here and patron the lounge, it's, it's great to hear. So um, I'm pretty sure this place is going to be around for a long time. Now, do you two find it when you bring up your, when you bring up the fact that you're cigar smokers to people who don't cigar that they f- find they find that interesting? I've known a, a few people who've never smoked cigars and yeah. asked me, "Well, what's it like? Kind of yeah. like what's it like to smoke? You know, yeah. I want to try one. What should I try first? And mm-hmm. stuff like that. Absolutely, you absolutely. Actually, you know what, what's funny is um, uh, I remember we had a conversation um, a couple years back. And they said that there's the statistically there's been a steady increase in cigar smoking um, for like the last 10 to 15 years. So you could see a rise in sales and, and uh, cigar events, cigar venues, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so now there's 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 a lot of people who probably have had a cigar in there, you know, have tried to smoke it, but don't really understand, like appreciating it. Like, you know, oh, it tastes too strong or it doesn't, you know, doesn't doesn't feel right. And I'm at all. Oh my God, it tastes terrible. So, you, you know, once you start having that dialogue and you start explaining the beautiful world of cigar smoking, you know, the, um, the different types that you can smoke and um, what, 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 what cigar you should try to enjoy, whether it's flavored, whether it's mild, um, once you start getting into the nooks and crannies of the cigar world, that's when you start people start to mature and, and, and really understand what it's about. It's kind of like a for me, it kind of reverts back to when I first started cigars. I really had nobody to talk to about what type of cigar to smoke, how to s- properly smoke it, how to cut it, didn't know a thing about toasting it, or any of the components that a cigar is made up for. You know, now you have there's this new generation have people like us, because cigar, like you said, cigar smoking has become more prevalent, especially among women. Mm-hmm. A lot more women uh, are smoking yeah. cigars yeah. now. And uh, we never had that. And now it seems like this newer generation is kind of fortunate in that way that they have 
that has become more popular and there's people out there who would love to share the knowledge through whatever knowledge they have a cigar with other people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Wow. When did you first start smoking cigars? Man. What cigar was it? I think it was like a Philly Blunt. <laughs> you know, it was probably my first, <laughs> but a real, like, with everything inside of it, you know, saying not, um, not splitting it open, a real a Philly <laughs> Blunt. <laughs> kept um, the same tobacco. In kept it. the same <laughs> short leaves in it, short fillers in it. Um, yeah, was, I think I started on nose. Um, you know, just thinking I was cool, you know, like we all was thinking I was cool. Uh, I think I mentioned before that, you know, my grandfather was a heavy cigar smoker. And, um, you know, it was kind of one of those things, you know, oh, you know, looking grown, you know, trying to be like grandpa's, um, my grandfather. And uh, so I started with those. And then it was like, I think I moved up to like Garcia Vegas, like with you guys, at the, one of the ones in the glass tube. You know, yes, the Cristal. The Cristal, yeah, Cristal. Um, so went to those, and then I think, you know, as I think my taste grew as I got with you guys, because it was crazy that you guys were into cigars. We were onto it at a young age, and then started getting into our Fuentes and stuff like that. And then, like, you know, we all, I think we all grew, you know, uh, together and with our uh, cigar Absolutely. knowledge and experience, you know, Absolutely. and everything like that, and love for cigars. Chris, your first cigar? Oh, man. Uh, my first cigar, well, my first true cigar was a Philly Blunt. Um, I think you and I were the ones that um, we used to take it from my brother's dresser because my brother used the Philly Blunt for other purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so we used to take his Philly Blunts just to be antagonistic as a little brother. And then one day... Um, it, I, I'm pretty sure because I, I, I always follow your lead, um, basically growing up. Um, but you, you were like, yeah, let's smoke it. And I was like, um, all right. And we smoked it and it sucked, but we, <laughs> we oh, thought it looked cool. Terrible. <laughs> but oh, it, God, it we thought terrible. it looked cool to, to Lamont's point. And then, um, actually you, the first thing, the first Garcia Vegas you bought after that were actually the blue tubes. Yeah. So was, this was even before the crystals. You started bringing the blue tubes yes, around I remember those. and they were like in four packs in the plastic. Mm. Yep. And, um, and we had no idea. We didn't even, we, you know, because the the Garcia Vegas are already, um, they're already pre, they already have the hole in it, so there yeah. was no cutting involved. I was just involved. thinking about yeah. that. Yeah, there's no <laughs> cutting involved. So we would put it, light it up, and we would have like matches. We need, mm-hmm. we, even, we couldn't afford lighters. We had matches. Yeah. So, so, but like, if you recall, like we were at a graduation party, you know what I'm saying? And and we have pictures where we're literally smoking Garcia Vegas, and and um, we thought that we were like the Don Juans when. Garcia Vegas were like a dollar a stick. Okay, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. we thought we were the yeah, shit. So. And then, and yeah. then the blue tubes turned to the brown tubes, yeah. and then we really thought we found something. Oh, yeah. we upgraded. <laughs> 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 and okay. then, and then when the you know, to Lamont's points, when the crystal tubes came, and we we're like, oh, forget it. This is like a Cuban. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. So, uh, but yeah, but I'm um, sorry, but um, so then after all that, we um, I think the first cigar that I was actually introduced to that I was like, that I was like, okay. Um, wasn't uh, Arturo Fuente? Mm-hmm. Um, had no idea. Um, you know, I saw the back end of it, and I and I and I actually thought that it wasn't um, smokable. I, t- yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't think I can do this. Then I learned the cutting and all that. And again, I was we weren't even we weren't even eighteen yet, and yeah. this is happening. And then it just grew grew from there. I remember the one time when we started buying premium cigars, and your brother had asked for one, mm. <laughs> and you had given him one, and then you found out that he had. 
repurposed the wrapper for oh, another use. Man. And the look of disappointment on I his face when he found story. out, he was yeah. like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If I would have known that, I'd have gave you one of the cheap ones. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because yep. that was it, right? Because, I mean, there wasn't that much money circulating. So you would have like 13 Crystal, you know, so um, Garcia Vegas, but in there you'd maybe have one or two or two for, or a, for a special <laughs> occasion. Yeah, yeah. So he, so he ends up taking the the Fuente, the Fuente, and and you know does what he does with it, and yeah, terrible. Remember back in the good old days, we used to just like smoke on a, a special occasion. Yeah, <laughs> so much having a oh, we would smoke the the actual cigars that people would pass the out. It's a boy, it's a girl. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Are yeah. terrible. Remember those? Like, yeah, like, ooh, yeah. that you buy in the gift shop at the hospital. You sit there like we, yeah. the, you know, oh, kings of New York, just sitting there smoking. Yeah, there's some people still got them old ones twenty years ago on the shelf somewhere. I, I still was have, popping them open. I still have <laughs> one from uh, my oldest when she was born. Yeah. I still have one of those. That's pretty cool. What is your uh, like? I ask you, you two gentlemen, uh, what is your favorite? or go-to cigar right now? It's hard to say favorite, right? Because it kind of changes, especially time of year, weather and all that stuff. What's your go-to right now? I'll start uh, off with you, Chris. Right. Well, I'll smoke just about anything. My palate is very broad in that, that sense. Um, like we were earlier, we were talking about the uh, Smiling Moose cigars. Oh, yeah, Chilling yeah. Moose. Chilling Chilla Moose. Yeah. I will smoke those. I enjoy yeah. those. There's another cigar called uh, uh, Back to Back, but my go-to if I had it, would be um, one of the Drew Estate cigars. Yeah. Um, Uzi weighs a ton? That, and I'm drawing a brain fart on the other one. Um, one of his flavors, any of his flavored cigars. Oh, the acids? Yeah. I'll yeah. have one of those. Um, but Uzi weighs a ton. That's kind of my go-to. If, yeah. You know, I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I just I just enjoy that, that, I want, that brand. I wonder if that's helping, like you guys were mentioning before about – you know, more women getting into uh, smoking. I wonder if, like, if Drew Estate making such quality flavored cigars is helping that, you know, that movement along, you know, because uh, he, he has the acids that, you know, I usually see, like, women are smoking. They start with the acids, like a blondie or something like that. And um, he has, like, so many different types of flavored cigars that are still good quality smokes. Like when we remember, you know, back in the day, Flavor Cigar was trash. And uh, from what I remember, yeah. it was trash and, you know, it was like unheard of, you know, like in the cigar world, like, oh, so you're smoking a Flavor Cigar, yeah, that's not a real cigar type of thing. Now, you know, I see guys coming in because, you know, they got the, the dead wood that we have up in there now, you know, Crazy Alice and the Fat Bottom Bettys and, you know, all these cool names, you I know. Hear, I hear that a lot. Fat bottom belly, fat bottom yeah. betty, yeah, because yeah. those, those are Maduros, you know, and they're they're like that one. Um, there we have is like a, a big, it's a Gordo, I think it's like a fifty four inch ring. Um, I mean fifty four on a gauge ring, and uh, I think a five inch, five and a half inch cigar, and uh, so it doesn't look like one of those little cigarellos anymore, you know. But you know, I wonder if that's helping, you know. The movement that women are really I, into it is it. Definitely see that. That's yeah. a great point. That's a, so it's a shameless plug, though. You remember when we um when we were hanging out with Drew Estate at one of the cigar events? Yeah. And he told us that we should be like a rap group or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He called us. He called all of us five guys. Five, five guys. guys, burgers and fries. Five guys, burgers and fries. Uh, but he is a he is a, a cool dude, real down real down to earth. But he did give us the advice, you know, if we we're gonna start a lounge, yeah, you know, make sure it's it's. Out of the way, yeah. but not too out of the way. 
Yep. You know, because, you know, there's some type, that, yeah. some type of anonymity people like when they go to a cigar lounge. Yep. Then, you know, yep. they don't want to be, oh, he's there or he's there. Mm-hmm. You know? What's your cigar choice? Mine is pretty much the same. Um, I like the, uh, I'm starting to now like really like the League of Providers, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, like the number nines and the T-52s. Um Starting to really like those, and those are Drew Estates lines too. I think he's uh, he's taking a lot of the uh, taking a lot of the business, you know, saying with him. A lot of people because he has so, such a wide array of cigars. You know, you can find whatever you like in that. And I think other than that, like uh, my go-to is like a Perdomo, I like uh, those Perdomos. Those are good. Yeah, real good. I like really, really, really good. Now, what about? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna just ask, what about? You, Chris, real. Oh, man. We already know which you can find right here <laughs> at, at Big Ass Cigar. But um, I actually was introduced to this cigar right here in this beautiful establishment. And it's the uh, the Blind Man. Or Blind the, Man Bluff. Oh, man. Yeah. So that cigar, it's like a medium smoke. Um, again, it's probably like a 52, 54 uh, gauge. Um, but that cigar is super tasty. A um, little bit of bite to it. And um, that's my go-to. It's been my go-to uh, ever since I was introduced to this probably about six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Year-round, like, it does change. Like, during the summer, I might have the tendency to go a little milder, do Mac noodles. Um, yeah. The Alfuentes are always a, a fun one. And during the winter, I, I tend to go a little, uh, little more bolder with it. So you'll see me digging into some Dominican Cohibas around that time. Um, if you notice, I'm not mentioning Cubans because um, in my – in my opinion, it's just my opinion. Cubans are, it was all about the name. It was all about the staple. Uh, it's not, I, there's so many great cigar makers, in my opinion, right now, that you can you can find a taste and a quality and some other cigars that, um, other than a Cuban. So I agree. They don't, they, Cuban's not even really in my top three cigars right now, honestly. Yeah. Well, a lot of the rollers, and we found out doing a, a cigar event, a lot of the rollers in Cuba have, already, have left years ago when yeah. the embargo starts. So you're, Best cigars are coming out of like the Dominican Republic, yep. and, uh, Nicaragua, and all those. Dominicano yeah. puro. <laughs> yeah, so you got yeah you got a lot of the the, uh, the, f- the growers or the farmers and the uh, the, ro- the the rollers. I mean, um, they brought seeds with them, you know, so yeah. you can get Cuban seeds in these other countries and all. And uh, yeah, it's uh, so th- they've caught up. Absolutely. So to the people out there and to the folks that are dying to get into the cigar world and enjoy a wonderful stick, don't feel like you're obliged to have to smoke a, a Cohiba or at least a Cuban Cohiba. It's not necessary. If you have one, if you offer me one, I'm smoking. But, <laughs> but you don't <laughs> need to it. have that. Yeah, you, there yeah. are so many great cigars. Take your time with it. Enjoy it and figure out which one is the one that's right for you now, or the ones that are right for you. Now I remember my first smoke was Tipperello. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I thought that little white tip on the end of that cigar looked so cool. Yeah, and it was I wasn't even smoking it properly. I just did it so I could hang out at, at the high school outside between classes with all the other smokers. That's yeah. funny. And what, what high school? What high school? Beacon High School. <laughs> Old Beacon High School. Kent Street. Beacon high school, Are we talking about baby? Kent Street? Yeah. And I remember being out there too long, and they, there was a substitute teacher doing the hall monitoring. She came out. I, you didn't know it then, but now she would be a Karen. Mm-hmm. She came out at <laughs> I great. want your name. And I That's remember great. giving 
given Johnny's name, our friend Johnny, his full name. Shout out to Johnny Reynoso. <laughs> and, uh, she, uh, he said, he, I got called out to the office today. And, said, I was like, and I just started laughing. That's great. And I told her, I said, yeah, I gave your name because I got in trouble for being out in between, period. <laughs> like a stash of Tipperillos in his, in his backpack. <laughs> So how you get, he goes, they were going to give me in-house suspension. I told him it wasn't me. I had to have the teacher come down and say I was in class at that time. <laughs> ah, man, that's good. That's great. So, yeah, Tipperillo's was my, my first. I used to get them at the, the little gas station right down where we used to buy candy. Oh, man. I used to buy them there. Uh, right on the way to school? Right like, on you know, the way yeah. to school. How do you do that? Can I get a few Bazooka Joes and a uh, Tipperello? Uh, I'd yeah. ask for an uh, apple pie and a pack of Tipperellos. Uh, <laughs> the hostess apple pie. <laughs> the hostess apple pie, Tipperello, and, and a soda. What was the drink of choice back then? Uh, orange soda. I mean, orange. I know you represent Pepsi now, but... No, yeah. Orange Crush. Orange, orange yeah. Crush orange was my soda back then. Great. Great. Orange great. soda was my drink back then. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, speaking of uh, cigar, new cigar brands, and there's a new cigar brand... I don't know if you heard about from CAO, the Bones line. Bones line, I think so. I think I've seen it. Now, the Bones, yeah, that's a great, if that's something if you want to start selling here, I, I'd buy. Yeah. Um, there's four in the line, and they're called Bones because they each cigar in that line, it's, a, it's an homage to Domino's yeah. and dice playing. Yep. Which Domino's is a big game played in cigar lounges. Yep. And there's four in the line. There's the, and they're all named after Domino's. Variations of Domino's games. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicken Foot, uh, the, Mador, uh, the Matador, and now I'm losing on the other two. But I smoked the Matador. Yeah. Oh, no, the uh, Big Huey. That's uh-huh. what it is. That's the other one. The Big Huey, which is a very great blend. It's Nicaraguan, mm. Dominican yep. tobacco, yep. Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf. It was the wrapper and the binder and all, and a shade leaf for the binder. So that's a yep. really good cigar I just yeah. found out yep. recently on that. Yep. So. Yeah, you nailed it, man. the CAO. If that's something you're looking to do, I, I'm, I I'm sure you would get a lot of uh, buyers on that because their uh, CAO, their whole big thing, the guy who created uh, Rick Rodriguez, mm-hmm. he, uh, his whole thing is like, you know, this is about lounges and just coming together, mm-hmm. and just hanging out, mm-hmm. and just a cigar that suits everything. Yeah. If you're grilling, if you're playing dominoes, if you're just relaxing, it's good mixer for uh, – Whiskey, bourbons, yeah, and especially IPAs, which is now big. Yeah, nice. Um, just, just to add to the description, you nailed it. It is a Connecticut um, broadleaf wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan Dominican tobacco, medium to bold um, uh, smoke, and uh, it's available in all sizes: Churchill, Gigante, Robustos, and Toros. So. Yeah, the Big Huey is a six-inch, fifty-four gauge cigar. We have the CAO uh, goals and the Italians in here. The CAO Brasilia goal. And they go so fast. They you go so have, you fast. You also have the CAO flatheads, which are awesome. Yes, flatheads are also awesome. Um, CAO makes a good um, line of cigars, but I I can't keep those Brazilians in here. Like they go so fast, as fast as we um, get them in here. But uh, yeah, they're they're definitely really good um, company. Yeah. Uh, question um, for you, Lamont. Like, how do you uh, going back to like? Uh, Chris's uh, comments regarding um, introducing new folks to cigars. Um, I'm sure you must have people come in here and just kind of be like, um, you know, I want to smoke something. I'm not sure what I want. Like, uh, what's that process like? How, how do you walk them through it? How do you introduce them to something? Like, I, uh, kind of ask, like, have you ever smoked before? You know what I'm saying? And right. Try to get the, uh, try to get, you know, 
gauge from there, you know, what what they might like far as, you know, on a scale from the mild to the full. And uh but really I really start them with like Connecticut rapper. You know, if you have never smoked cigars before, you know, because some people come in and it's like I don't really know much about cigars, but they have smoked, you know, saying on occasion or they haven't they have smoked it. Now they're looking to broaden, you know, their 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 um palate. And um so but if they never smoked, I usually guide them towards a Connecticut rapper, like the like the one you're smoking there is really popular. That's like my go to the uh, Perdomo. I think that's a ten year mm-hmm. champagne. Yeah, yes, ten year is. anniversary champagne. It is delicious. Yeah, that's usually where I send um, people the first, and uh, I send them there first because that is a it is a mild taste, but it is flavorful and it's good, and it you know and it still has that. It's a, it's a larger gauge. What is that? Do you think a fifty-four, fifty-six? Like, yeah, I would say fifty-four. And um, and it still gives the person that feeling like I'm holding a you know a a, a big stick in their hand, you know, because usually when guys first come, you know, they just they want to smoke, they want to have a large or big um cigar, and um, I get them there, and then they usually come back for that same one, and then they're like, oh, okay, I want to try something else, and then that's when you know. I start to, you know, move them on to something a little more medium and then, you know, see where they go from there. Uh, to add on to that and go back to what you said about women, more women smoking cigars, do you have more women coming into the lounge? Nah, not as usually um, women come in, you know, with their partner, but, you know, they are smoking. You know, they come in with their partner and they and they're smoke, you know. Are a lot of them like first-time cigar smokers? Actually? Some of them are, yeah. Some of them are. And... There, I will. I will direct them straight to because I've seen um, such a good feedback from them. I'll direct them straight to the uh, Deadwoods, the um, um, the Drew Estate, um, Crazy Alice, because Crazy Alice is kind of it's cone shaped, it's short, and um, and it's small, so it kind of looks sexy in the hand, you know. And uh, you know, it, it has a. What do you think about the Bettys? They, they probably would fall in that. Too. They would probably yeah, yeah. with the Bettys and all, but the uh, they kind of gravitate towards the Crazy Alice, I guess, because of the shape of it and you know the way it looks, you know, the sugar skull on the band and all that. Um, and uh, they go, yeah, they go from there, you know. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, the uh, increase of women smoking. I remember the le- the when we used to go to the uh, the cigar fest. That first mm-hmm. year we went there. It was it was a sausage fest. Mm-hmm. Nothing but you, there was occasional women like working or yeah. there with a crowd. But really towards none. the years, you've seen the increase of more. Someone might females. be offended by what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it! If we can't say what we want to say, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm not woke yet. Cave it. You saw the yeah. <laughs> You've offended us. Um, Knuckle dragger. I, I want to throw something out there. Um, uh, one question for both you guys. Um, love to get your uh, feedback on it. Number one is, what's what cigars? Not uh, again. You know, it's it's all a matter of perspective and what you're looking for. But what cigars would you tell people to stay away from? Um, and then, the my other question would be, what are what are some don'ts in the cigar world? What are some of the things that kind of bug you? Um, in the cigar world, what would bug me, especially, and I used to do it as a kid when I first started smoking, because um, you saw it on TV. 
when somebody bites the end of a cigar yep. off yep. Yeah. and yeah. leaves it in their mouth too long where it becomes this muddy, squishy yes. mess yes. that I can't stand. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. Um, that's one of the uh, the things. And the way if, if a guy holds it a certain way, you know. Yeah. That's true. Somebody with just the tip of their fingers and they're, you know, like they're. It's almost like they don't tea, want, like, like, like they're a, reluctant. Yeah. 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 Just Grip it like you know it's like yours. Nobody's gonna take it like away from you. On a yeah. roach. Yes. That's that. Those are my pet peeves, right there. And any sticks you would uh, caution people to stay away from, possibly. I usually mentally block out a stick that I've uh, yeah. ever smoked before, and yeah. I just don't remember. It's, it's disgusting. But if you're gonna start, I mean, we started on the the cheap ones because yeah. you know yeah. we were young. But if somebody wanted to start, I would you know. Stay away from those yeah. the counter gas station cigars. Yep. I yeah. mean, some gas stations are selling premium cigars, but good point. Yeah. over the counter cigars, start with something you know. And that's that a great like. point because I mean, I mean, what? H- how many gas stations do you walk into now where they either have a walk-in humidor or at least a humidor sitting on the countertop to get a really quali- really good quality stick now these days? Yeah. And I, I, think, you, I think uh, uh, to add on to what you said, I think that's probably now thinking about it that makes. That gives the cigar smoking the bad rep, you know what I mean? Because those things, you smoke them, they stink really bad. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, they're not, you know, good to begin with. So then, you know, you have everyone like, oh, cigars are nasty and they stink and stuff like that. Um, I think it's because you're smoking an inferior product. But, uh, yeah, what I would tell people, the question was, uh, what I tell people to stay away from? Yeah, there was two parts. What cigars, if there are any, that you would you know, caution folks against uh, smoking, and then what are some, you know, characteristics or some things that, you know, you see in the cigar world that you would, that you'd prefer not to um, see? I would caution, like, uh, newbies to stay away from full body. You know, they, they sometimes they want to jump in and they just want the full body, like, you know. That's a great point. You know, oh, man. You know, say, give me the strongest thing you got. You know, make mine red eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a first-time drinker. Hey, I'm not going to start on beer. I'm going to go all the way up to tequila. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Everclear, you know. Great point. Everclear. (laughs) Moonshine. (laughs) And you know what's funny? It's kind of like that with alcohol. What do we start off drinking? Wild Irish Rose and Mad Dog. (laughs) Mad Dog 2020. (laughs) Cisco. Cisco. Cisco, That shit that would make you blind in the summer. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And, uh, you know, um, what was the second part of the, the second part was uh, what, what are things in the cigar world that that, that bug you that you would you could do without? I'll say, yeah, in the cigar world and then the cigar lounge, like the etiquette, um, do not lick your cigar and then cut it with a community <laughs> <laughs> with a community cutter. Love it, and I've seen that. Yes, yes, I've seen love it. it. Such great point. I want to put a sign up in here. here like, yeah, you should. What is the purpose of licking the cigar? Y- you see that on movies, like mm-hmm. older movies where somebody has a car, they lick the sides of it and all that. Uh, what is the purpose? I, I know what I have. Like if I left a cigar in the car, you know, and um, I go to cut it and it breaks. If I if it's my lighter, my cutter, my cigar, right. I'm not sharing right. with anyone else. Right. Yeah. I will before I, um, you know, before I uh, go to cut it, I'll put it in my mouth, the tip of it, put it in my mouth you know, moisten it a little bit. So I think it helps it not split sometimes when you, if you have a dry cigar, you know, sure. not split when you cut it, you know, sure. especially if you're using like the guillotine. Sure. Um, but um, but uh, other than that, that's your cigar, your cutter, you know yep. what I'm saying? So that. And um, Great point. 
uh, probably that's it. Like the like you were saying, the uh, um, when people just chewing the back of it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, you know, down to you know, like you said, it just looks like mud or you know, yes. there in the mouth yeah. and stuff. And uh, um, pretty much other than that, there's really no rules. You know what I mean? There's certain things you know you want to refine the way that you're cutting it. You know, the, and the, you know your experience, the, the experience. You want to refine it a little bit, but that's the thing about cigars. You know, there's really no rules. It's just you know. True, I agree. Just uh, do what you must, and then I'll try to oh, refine it. Yeah, go I, I'm um, I am chomping at the bit because I would. Love to share my pet peeve. Go ahead, go man. Ahead. This is your thing. He, this is your all, question. This is your question. Bro. He, he's yeah, ready for this. He's ready. He don't yeah. want to just he's like, I it. just want to hear what the hell they got to say no, first. No, no, no. I'm going to. You guys made some fabulous points, man. But um, I, I would caution folks uh, uh, against factory-made tobaccos, the ones that you can buy, like, a 1,000 of them for $1. Um, those cigars. I, mean, I love those. Ah, man. No, <laughs> I mean, those are... How a, dare you? Even yeah, in, yeah. E- even if, you, if you're in a pinch and you happen to have one of those in there, but... Yeah. Oh, man. You know, like, I, all right, so I was guilty of it, right? When you guys came over when we were younger, I always had, like, a box of Thompson cigars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were... Te- what right? was that cigar See? <laughs> See? that you bought? That tasted like plastic <laughs> when you smoked. Oh my! And he yeah. would be notorious. Like, I'm like oh, you got to smoke here thirty. It was. Yeah. I'm like, oh, 30. it's oh, probably God. the Thompson. Yeah, it yeah. was a Thompson. Yeah, he was like, Thompson. here's thirty. Keep them. So, no, I'll yeah. be like, oh, yo, you're you know, great. And I look at it and be like, motherfucker. They're mass yep. produced, poorly done. You know, yeah. like the like it's all it's all filler tobacco. It's not yeah. like a fine tobacco. They're just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here's 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 my don't please. Don't to the point where like if I if this is happening, um, just get away from me or don't even don't even smoke by me. So the the beauty of uh, the cigar world is we're in it because we love the way it tastes. We love the different varieties they offer. We even enjoy the new flavored cigars. Why are you spitting while you smoking? Yeah. Why are you spitting while you smoking? Yeah. If you're spitting, that means when you're eating your breakfast sandwich, do you spit out the bacon? <laughs> you spit out the sesame seeds. Yeah, you know <laughs> I don't like sesame seeds. A, so, like, spit. so if yeah. you're spitting, dude, just put or do that. Just put the cigar down and just walk away. Like it's not meant for you. Well, it's not uh, sometimes I I do it because you get a, a, a the leaf breaks off or it doesn't yeah. cut clean and you get a little leaf in your mouth uh, and yeah. you want to spit That's, it. But I yes, get that. No, but no, you're I get talking that. about yeah. like they're like they're chewing tobacco. Yeah, they're yeah. Take a drag and it. Yeah. yeah, and it took. Yeah. Every couple of minutes, and and it, and it and usually when <laughs> after that first spit, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be like followed up with like a few more. It's just like just give it up, man. It's not your taste. There was a uh, my, when when I was a kid, there was a gentleman in the, in the Heights that uh, lived next to my grandmother, Preston, and he was a avid cigar smoker, and that's where I got the, the draw for Garcia Vega because that's what he would smoke. I mean, he would buy boxes of things. And he would give me the empty cigar boxes and the empty tubes, and that's where I got the love for the smell of no, tobacco. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I need to know, what were you doing with the boxes and empty tubes? Put toys in them and play with them. <laughs> I what was else a kid. Would what else would you do? <laughs> what else would you do? Where are you going, Daddy? What are you doing, with that? You take the little cigar tubes and you fill them up with water and pretend they're, oh, they're poison? Yeah. Or an antidote to give you yeah, superpowers? Yeah, man, you ain't never done that. No! <laughs> it's like it? a test tube. You put, yeah. like, you put like a drink in it. You be like, no. fill oh, it up with, man, a little, child, with some you hoo and be like, oh, I'm going to get superpowers by yeah, drinking man. This, this potion. Yeah, they're shaped like test tubes. Right? You like you throw it in the antidote. And then the little boxes, you put your 
your, so your matchbox great. cars in it yeah, and this stuff dude like that. Like left, storage. He left the lounge last week with like 50 empty boxes, and he asking what you, you know why? Because he's, he's trying to make a, a cigar banjo. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a cigar yeah. banjo. Like, Ain't no hole in the wash tub. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the one that really got me That really got me hooked on cigars. That's yeah. because of the smell of tobacco. But he was always the one, old man. Kept it in the, always had a cigar in his mouth, no yep, matter what. Yep. Even if it was, wasn't was lit, but it was always yeah. mushed on the end. Yep, like he'd yep. have it in his teeth and he would just smoke it. It was like, ugh. Mm. Gotcha. That's don't, good stuff. Reverend, that don't knock childhood no, I'm not. Toys. I'm not. I was deprived. I what apologize are you, for that. What, was you, what do you do with your <laughs> cigar boxes? <laughs> I, I repurposed them, dude. I, I repurposed um, them. That's a cool word, but what do you do? I, no. How do you repurpose a cigar box? Oh, okay. Well, thank you for asking. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's setting up questions. So, I mean, storage is number one thing, especially if you have like small items in a, in a garage. They are perfect for that. Um, uh, okay, at work. So you have like, um, you have like, you guys kind of know. You guys, you, you say I'm OCD, um, which I'm not. But in the, in let's the, keep talking. In the drawers, <laughs> in the drawers. <laughs> In the drawers of my job, I keep my pens and markers organized using cigar boxes, and it's nice and neat. So when you pull it out, I can literally say to you, go to my left drawer, top, back, right side of it, and you'll find your purple marker. That's the deep, that's beauty of uh, cigar boxes. But also, they can be used for, and I'm looking at both of y'all because y'all get ready to snap on me, and you better not. <laughs> but they also, you can actually um, make um, gift boxes out of them. Um, Actually, I'll tell you another. Uh, Ruben, when he asked me to be his best man at, for his wedding, um, he had the cigar box. He had um, a few of the cigars in it, and then he had it laid, you know, with like, um, with like uh, colored paper and stuff like that. And in it was was the, was a card, and the card said in it, you know, will you be my, my best man? So like things like that, like it's pretty cool. You could just repurpose and use for different things like that. So, and um, if you've had some women like like get creative with it, man, use it for like um party. Party decor, stuff like that, especially for, like, uh, men's birthdays who, who love cigar smoking. And, then, you know, they just have some fun with it. You can um, put candies in it, stuff in it. We have a table over here Mark's wife made out of uh, cigar boxes. Well, shout, uh, out to Lisa for being, shout out to Lisa for being like-minded and understanding the value of an empty cigar box. Well, let me apologize for being six years old at the time. I didn't <laughs> know how to make those. I, I thought it was just going to be putting, you know – Put my little action figures in them. He didn't know like that they were used. For I didn't the know you could make put office supplies in. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, well, now, now you do. Well, thank you. I, good. That's a good uh, craft uh, lesson. Uh, lesson for for me now. So you, you're gonna have the you know, craft portion of the podcast. You know, <laughs> your DIY cigar box. And then today's cigar box. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> what are you doing with the tubes? Well, I use them well, for I use the office for, work. I put all my bougie accessories in Yeah, there. my highlighters <laughs> in one box. All right, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. I love it. I love it. All let's, right. Let's talk about WandaVision. Just finished, just wrapped up. Great series. Start off a little slow for me. Until uh, Chris started enlightening me more details about the backstory of it, and then it just grew to be a great show, in my opinion. And for those who don't know, WandaVision is a great Marvel Comics um, episode that was on Disney Channel, which just wrapped up, and now we're getting into, what is it now, the Super Soldier and Falcon. Uh, Winter Fal- Soldier. Yeah, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. But let's talk about WandaVision. Well, I loved it, and I'm sad that it's only going to be one season. Yeah. 
um, it did start off slow, but it explained why it started off slow yep. in the latter episode. So now you, you realize. But it did open me up to geekdom. Mm-hmm. And I found myself going down this rabbit trail of trying to find out more about Wanda and Vision. Yeah. Because um, I never read those them as a comic. I only knew Vision as a member of the East Coast or West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I always thought he was... Which was weren't even the more popular version of the... No, Avengers. that was the offshoot. Yeah, that yeah, was the exactly. B-team. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. team exactly. the Avengers. Yep. And I, ju- I never thought of him as a good superhero. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the color scheme was off. Yeah. And I didn't even know he was a robot. I thought he was an alien at, mm-hmm. at, at, at that time as a he's kid. He's like yellow or something like that in the yeah. comic, right? Yeah, he was it's yellow and green and, yeah, yellow. and all that. And at yeah. least in, during, like, my timeline of reading comics, um, I felt like his... Um, I felt like his uh, strengths were like um, they weren't consistent. Like one episode, one comic you read, and he'd have the ability to break down an entire building. And then the next, the next episode, he's getting beat up by like you know, like someone that just has like a bat. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Just weird. yeah. And in the uh, in the movies, they really didn't show his true abilities or his powers. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always getting. In the, you know, in the Avengers, he was always getting. They were always rescuing him. Yeah, and he, he got his butt whooped. Yes. Yeah. But. Back then, I thought, you know, they were the, the Marvel's version of Batman and Robin. Uh, Wanda, I didn't even know her. I, she was a witch. All right, she's a sorceress. And yeah. Did he, and same thing with Doctor Strange. I thought Doctor Strange's movie was really good, too. Um, really? But seeing seeing the detail that they go into mm-hmm. with these with these uh, comic books, all the Easter eggs and all the little things yep. they put in it, and it, it They've spent years doing this. Yes. And now DC's trying to catch up, which they kind of are falling flat on. They actually started discontinuing making any more of uh, expanding upon Zack Snyder's cut. But WandaVision was really good seeing her struggle. That's what I wanted to see more because they really didn't get to her her pain. And you've always – and recently they they started doing a few movies like that. Uh, Brightburn was another one where if – what happens if a superhero goes crazy? Yeah, yeah. And that's what they did. She, If she was a normal human, she'd be institutionalized or on some type of medication. But yep. now she's got these abilities. Or like they're saying, they would view her with those abilities as a weapon of mass destruction. Yes, you and know? she has the potential. Yeah. And it's seeing that in the ending. A threat. She was definitely a threat. But then going into the, her comic book version on how she constantly was messing up the timeline because yeah. of her depression or psych- uh, having mm-hmm. constantly having psychotic breaks. And yeah. they didn't know what to do with her in the comic book. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point in, the, uh, in one of the series where they were like, we have to kill her. That's yeah. the only way we can deal with her is by killing her because mm. she's just keep messing up timelines all the time. Yeah. To, you know, because she has so much internal uh, pain and struggle and stuff. But What's I your really take on it, Lamar? Um, I just think that uh, it's amazing what they're doing right now with all these, you know, uh, superheroes and comic books bringing them to life, and they're not just making them um, superheroes really anymore. Like you were saying with Wanda, like they're actually giving them like real life situations, real life emotions, yeah. and um. Yep. Uh, and there's, they're uh, moving into different genres, you know what I mean? Like, they're 
this one here was almost they did it like a sitcom style, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it and it and they pulled it off, you know, masterfully. You know, um they had that one new mutants, you know what I'm saying? That was like a horror flick, you know what I mean? You know, they have things on um on Netflix that are, you know, little kids with I can't remember the saving Damian Davion or something like that, whereas, you know, the little kid is like dealing with um, you know, young kid dealing with having superpowers and um, they're making love stories out of superheroes, you know, and everything like that. And it's just like, it's amazing because, you know, us, we grew up with comic books. Now we're adults and we're just seeing all this stuff brought to life. And it's just not really for, we, we don't have to feel bad that we're looking at comic books because they're making it for adults. For adults you know yeah. what I mean? They're yeah. giving it real life, you know, uh, uh, scenarios in it. I, I, I love are, it. Love people are getting on. emotional attachments yeah. to some of the characters, like yeah. uh, like in uh, Endgame. Uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, but in uh, if the, the, the one prior to that with uh, Star-Lord. Yeah. Where they blamed him for the blip. Mm-hmm. And Chris Pratt, the actor, was getting hate mail. Mm. People were threatening, physically threatening him harm for ruining the plan. How many yeah. hate, hate mail letters did you guys write to him? <laughs> I will not comment. <laughs> There's an ongoing investigation, and I plead the fifth. And like, also with the, um, now the new one, Winter Soldier, people will hate this guy. Yeah. The, uh, the new Captain America. Yeah. Literally yeah. as an actor too. Soon as they showed him. Yeah. Soon as soon they as showed it, him in this uh, uh, Captain America suit, people went nuts. I went online, and people were going nuts. Well, like. It's like with the, the movie Titanic, Billy Zane, who played the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He can't get another job mm. because he's hated so much oh, man. for that acting. And yeah, he's not the only either. fault he yeah, did was true. acted <laughs> well. Yeah. He was great in that part, and people hate him, and his career totally tanked after, mm-hmm. after that, uh, that movie. Yeah. And he even says it. He goes, I, I regret doing the film yeah. because now I can, it's hard to find a job because nobody, you know, I'm always the Titanic bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was, um, I think it was pretty cool in the, um, in the first episode of uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, where Falcon was, he was intricate in saving the world, um, and then he can't get alone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Going back to the real world, and I, I just thought it was interesting perspective to put that into the series like that. So, um, you know, you, you you learn about these people, you know, as as action heroes, but you learn about them as not people, they're still characters, but you learn there's more to them, right? They're not just yeah. they're not just uh, go fight bad guys. There's 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 lives and stories behind them. I think it's pretty cool. I and think that's him. what Marvel does great. And like you're saying with him when he when he gave up the shield, and uh, I felt that that was like really powerful. Like you know, yeah. from I don't know if they're gonna address that. You know, what I'm saying at some point, you know. But he gives up the shield, and I think it was the very next episode. They uh, see him going to see the black um, Captain America. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Isaiah. Who went to Isaiah, you yep. know. And uh, I saw it like Winter Soldier. It was like, yo, you gave it the shield. But me as a black dude, I'm like, the shield doesn't mean the same thing. It is his, but to me, it's not the same thing. Gotcha as you gotcha. see it as, you know yep. what I'm saying, as you would see it. And then they go and visit, and then you see this uh, situation when they're outside and they're just arguing and they're harassing Falcon. 
yes. you know what I'm saying, the yes. cops. Yep. The cops are harassing yep. Falcon and even this dude, Great you know what I'm saying. So yep. I think that, you know, that's powerful. I don't know if that's where they're going with it, but that's what I've seen. But that's what I was talking about, these real-life scenarios, these real-life situations that they're putting us in that gets us invested, you know, fully invested yeah. in. Yeah. Well, no, you show, no question. It, sh- no it question. showed how different they were treated. Where Captain America was this, this great guy and the, the picture of, you know, America at the time. And Isaiah, who they did the same thing to, was incarcerated and just tested on for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing about the, the, the shield being passed, my always thing was like, why didn't he give it to Bucky? But it goes back to uh, the first Avenger where before he had the, uh, before he got the serum, right before we were sitting in the, with the doctor, and the doctor told him, I, you know, basically told him, just be the best person you can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Cap saw in Falcon. Yeah. He didn't see it in Bucky. Yeah. He said, just be the person. You're the only one that can carry this mantra on because yeah. you're the best person. Yeah. And I think Falcon is doesn't think he can carry the mantra mm-hmm. on. And I think his issue is he's trying to not – he's doesn't want to try to be Captain America, but he doesn't want to be himself because he doesn't think he's they'll accept him. Yeah. And, but Cap's like, be your, basically be yourself. You're that the also best like, person. That but also ties into um, his ability to lift Thor's uh, hammer. Yeah, at first he wasn't because he there was something in him. Yeah, but there's even questions that um, he um, th- that he uh, on purpose did not remember when they were having like the Thor lifting contest in yeah. the previous movie. Um, they said that he could, but he just chose not to because he didn't want to. He didn't want to um, unveil that. And I don't think he thought he was worthy enough. Right, that's what I'm saying. And but I that's think what that's makes what that's, what, that's what makes is. the character yeah. a, a genuine person. You and know? I think that's what Sam's thing is. He doesn't think he's worthy enough to carry that. Right, what Cap right. saw it in him said, "No, you're you're the the only one and that can carry this." And I and I that's where I, that's where I was. Well, my point was that I I wonder if that's where they're going with the season where they're like he. He, as a black dude, has issues that he needs to reconcile with the way he sees America. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, to me, I think that's why they threw in, you know, Isaiah, you know, saying in there. They had the situation with the cops, you know what I'm saying? They had the situation with him not being able to get a loan, you know what I'm saying? They keep showing these things where he's walking into situations and people are thinking he's someone lesser, you know what I'm saying, than he is because of how he's viewed here in this country. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, mm-hmm. either I need to reconcile or we need to do something here in America for me to be able to be feel proud enough to hold that shield yep. and represent yep. the whole country. You yep. know what I'm saying? And that's what, uh, that's what I think, um, that's what I saw in the show, and I don't know if they're going that route with it, but it seems like it. That's it pretty powerful. I hope they do go that direction. It seems like they, they're putting a lot of realism into this. Yes. Thing. Like, you know, in the comic books, you never question where these guys are getting money yes. from, but now you see... They have no money. Even the guy asked me, he goes, how are you guys making money? Yeah. You know, is Iron, was Iron Man paying for you guys? And yeah. you're like, yeah, how were they getting all this tech? How were they yep. living on the run? How yeah. was all this happening? Yep. Yep. And to see their struggle, even though they have, you know, super abilities or talents, there's a struggle there. Like, you know, hey, my, my family business is going under. Mm-hmm. And we can't, even though I'm Falcon, and I saved the galaxy, helped save the galaxy, I can't get a loan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nobody wants to finance me just to keep my family's boat um, fishing business running. Yep, yep. And that's like, wow, you know, like this guy was only worried about taking selfies and not mm-hmm. saying, hey, I can help you. Mm-hmm. He basically said, oh, I can't do nothing for you. Yeah. yeah. 
but take a selfie with me so yeah. I can show my family. Yep. And then tell him, I, I no, no, we didn't get him loan because he has no credit. He's mm-hmm. been gone for you know, five years and yep. he has no credit history. Yeah, you would think that, like, after saving the world, they'd be going home to, like, either some lavish kingdom or, you know, a penthouse at the least. <laughs> you know, and they're going back to Hawkeye went back to his farm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Falcon goes back to try to help his sister. Like, it's, you know, it's just. And I feel like I need to break out a little bread for them, man. Go fund me. Start a go fund me. Did you guys, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see the, the the last episode? I haven't watched that one yet. Okay, so you could ruin it. I'll, I'll still watch it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Go for it. it. Um, remember? Uh, I can't remember the agent that was uh with Captain America. She lived next door. She was Carter. Pregnant. Yeah, her name was Carter. Carter also. Um, Peggy's daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean not daughter. Peggy's niece. Yeah, Peggy Carter's niece. Um, they they bring her back. And she's off, and there's like a, I guess there's an island that's like, used to be a pirate, you know, um, smuggling place, you know, a, a um, location where they would go and hide out and so like that. So this island has turned into like a place where just um, criminals go to, you know, to work business and live and stuff like that. So they're having troubles in there, and then boom, they bu- they run into her, and they're they're dealing with a lot. What you guys are saying a lot of uh, issues, they're like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I stole the shield for you. I broke you guys out of prison. I can't go back to America now. So now I'm living here as an outlaw. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, you know, they're looking, she's living lavish. She's like, I had to adapt to the lifestyle. I got, you know, I got a certain set of skills that worked for the, you know, for for shield. (laughs) I mean, I got a certain set of skills. So now she's looks like a high-paid outlaw. You know what I'm saying? And she has all this shit going on. But she's like, or she says something to them. Like, yeah, you guys went back and were seen as heroes. But you had the Avengers to help you, you know, saying, you know, get back into this shit. Because, you know, they sure this guy killed people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, with the soldier killed people. And Falcon, you know, escaped, you know, prison and stuff. And they were forgiven. She's like, I'm out here now with no country, you know. Wow. And so. also, look at the difference you just, what you just brought up. The difference between Bucky and Isaiah, Bucky murdered people, mm-hmm. hundreds of people. Yep, and is on got a pardon and a conditional pardon is on parole. Yep, living in a normal life, mm-hmm. and they're helping him. Where Isaiah is living in, and he was rehabilitated in Wakanda, living <laughs> in uh, the ghetto, mm-hmm. and no one knows about him. Yep, and they just you know, and yep. he has every right to be. I thought yeah. they were going to start fighting right there to there when he slammed that thing into the wall. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is about to be a fight. Yeah, that would have been a good scene though. Yeah. He told him, he goes, yeah, oh, you got your arm back. Yeah, I nearly ripped half that fucking thing off of you. Yeah. Yep. 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 Good stuff, man. But, yeah, the realism with that is is getting is so great other than, you remember the uh, the versions of when we were kids of the Hulk and Thor and yeah. Iron Man and all oh, that. Oh, man. That Captain was, America. Yeah, it was so just, cheesy looking. I mean, yeah. except for the Lou Ferrigno Hulk, that was, that was incredible. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. No CGI. Yeah, no CGI. <laughs> no CGI. No CGI. No <laughs> CGI. But I love how that that they're using these TV shows to bridge their movies. Yeah. Where Absolutely. You'll sit there and we'll watch WandaVision. Now you got to wait for the movies to come out to fill to in the blanks. All, yeah. And it will link it. It will go back. Same yep. thing with Winter Soldier. It's going to be one season, but it's mm-hmm. used to catapult the other movies. Yeah, in. so smart. I don't see any other studio ever no, doing no, anything no. like that. You think about I bet you the writing staff is probably at – um, big ass cigar writing these scripts because they're so well done. <laughs> <laughs> they're smoking cigars. They're smoking, yeah, exactly. Those are the guys that, who come in yes. and read. They're really writing <laughs> scripts. 
<laughs> but you think about it like that. When they That's called awesome. it the... the they, uh, they looked at Lamont and said, oh, he could be black Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> black Blacked in America. Black. <laughs> 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 you know, yo, remember like, that scene that, uh, that uh, Black Falcon? Well, yeah. we know him as Black yeah. Falcon. He was, I was had the action figure when I was a kid. Yeah. It was labeled Black, black Falcon. Falcon. It was. And I, I explained them. that to my daughters. Yeah. You know, they didn't understand. I'm like, did you see what they just did? And they was like, no. I'm like, when we were growing up, he was called Black Falcon. Yeah, That's what they was, did yeah. to black superheroes. Yeah, like they always black, had the black. Whatever. Black, 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 black Panther. It wasn't just Panther. Black, it was yeah, Black, black Panther. Panther, you know, yeah. saying and everything. So it was black always in front of it. And he told the kid, he's like, hey, Black Falcon. He's like, yo, why would you call me that? He's like, because uh, you're black. He's like, well, what if I called you Black Kid? Yeah. <laughs> you, know what I'm yeah. you know, so, uh, you know. I'm glad that you know they're dropping some of those, you know. But, uh, but that's the detail. The, uh, they go what, into it. What was yes, the, the detail. The I would like to see what they're even their writing said. I mean, there's so much research that these guys got to be reading these old comic books. Hey, we're gonna pull that. We're gonna pull that out. Bro, the, we're the heist that, that they put us on. I mean, this year has been what 15 years in the making. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To get the end game, yep. yeah. you know what I mean, and all the spinoffs and all. And it doesn't seem that long. It doesn't seem that long. But it's like we've been on this ride, and they've been teasing us with the infinity stones yep. and we still watching this shit and yep. still not getting that we are watching the infinity war mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean yes. and and then they pull it all together you know what i mean and um there the writing is so well done and it engages the audience so good that we are willing to sit an extra 15 minutes after the movie's over to see that 10-minute snip. Hoping. <laughs> to oh, yeah. a minute. That's like Sitting a minute, uh, 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's know, the post-credit. The yeah. post-credits of WandaVision were yeah. so goddamn long. It was yeah. a good 10 minutes oh, yeah, because yeah, you yeah, had to go one, with yep. the U.S. credits and then mm-hmm. the yep. overseas credits. Yep. And then... The first three had nothing at the end, so you're sitting through it. You're like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. And then you're now you're fast forwarding to see, yep. it, and then they started throwing little uh, post credit scenes. You're like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Wait, you mind blown? I didn't see any post credits. I gave up, nah. dude. Like the I last didn't see any episode, of them. <laughs> the last, <laughs> the, not the very last episode. Ep- yeah, well, even the very to your last point, episode. Like the first three didn't have any, so I'm like, "Oh, they don't have them." So after they were, you didn't see the post credit at the none, last episode. None of them. Oh, man. oh I, my god! I gotta gosh. go back. Like mind. Alone. The, the post scene at the end of the le- very last episode yeah. throws it into multiver- uh, Multiverse of Madness. No way. Yeah, that's the thing. And here's the other Pew. thing. If you went online you got a when WandaVision first You got a mind-blown uh, sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> the last... Uh, that's awesome. What was I going to say? Now I forgot. Multiverse. Multiverse of Madness. Yes, that last scene went in. But, oh, that's it. If you went online and you saw all the fan fiction and all the where this is going to go, and then totally nothing, because they were like, oh, here's the great kid, this person coming in, Strange coming in, this person coming in, and he had none of it. And, no, and all our geekdom online was so sad because yeah. people were coming up with these ideas for each episode and mm-hmm. proving true, but they would throw these little bits in it. Yeah. And they told you, yeah, we did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. We did that on purpose yes. to keep you off your toes. So yeah. we would throw little things in and get everybody to think, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, yep. and then totally go a different way. They would do that in the trailers, like, you know, when they were doing the uh, the movies with the Avengers and everything. They were, and Some of the trailers never made it to the movies, but they were just stuff to get make you think that it's going in one direction. Even uh, some of the uh, production photos, you know what I mean? Yeah. They would have you thinking that they were going in one direction. They would put certain people in, like next to another person or something like that, make you, oh, my God, this person is this, or this person is going to do this. And then they totally went another direction in the movies to keep you on your toes. It's awesome. Good stuff. 
Good so I think the next series coming out would be uh, Photon. That's another series that's coming out. She's getting her own um, Rambo. The girl. Oh right yeah, Monica she's Rambo. Getting, yeah, she's yeah. getting her own series. Yeah. Yep. Um, it looked like they set that up. Yeah, that's why they set that up. And then you got the Multiverse of Madness coming on, mm-hmm. um, which is going to delve into more of Scarlet Witch's mm-hmm. troubles with uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be great how they just branch off and see uh, these other movies. But I think uh, her Rambo's thing is going to just be online series. Yeah. It's not, it may not be a movie yet, but okay. they're going to do several seasons of her show. Yeah. Um, but I can't wait till they start uh, and see how. I kind of, my thought is that they're going to use Scarlet Witch to start bringing mutants in there. Yes. And that's when they're going to start bringing in Wolverine and yeah. all that in there. Yeah. Yeah, because they haven't talked about that at all. Yeah, they, they haven't mentioned mutants there. at all in, that whole in any in in Marvel and CU. Yeah. They're, they're going to need to reconsider. Uh, they're going to need to consider recasting also because some of those uh, characters, some of the actors for the like X Men series, are, they're yeah. they're up there. Yeah, yeah they mean? predate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Marvel absolutely. MCU. Fox yeah, absolutely. did it. If you think about it now, Fox really did a terrible job with X Men. I mean, this, yeah. the Apocalypse one. He looks so terrible. Yeah. Terrible. terrible. Yeah. They should have did CGI like they did with Thanos. Yep. And but they had that guy. Actually, the guy who played the Mandalorian was that was a uh, him. No, that was it. Was another dude. That was like Pascal something. The yeah, the, he plays the Mandalorian. Yeah, he wasn't um. Uh, who was that? Uh, Apocalypse. But Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah, he uh, wasn't. It, that was that was the that was the other guy. Who what did he play in? The uh, younger, younger actor. Um, they look similar. They similar. But I can't but remember his name. But he yeah. looked awful. He looked yeah. terrible. He looked yeah. terrible. I, I don't yeah. want to go down that path, but um, but you you know how I feel about the whole Wolverine. Like he's arguably <laughs> one of the best. Yeah. Marvel. Give us your take ever. on that. Give us your take. Oh on my Wolverine. goodness! I, go ahead. Without going too far into I'm it, man. Like they did he's a terrible. Good. He's job. no Batman, but he, he's all right. He got his he's butt no whipped. Batman. Got his butt whipped every time. That and that's his the thing. samurai and his um uh, karate techniques were never utilized. You know, like. He had one instant where they used his actual, um, where berserker he, it was his berserker mode. Like it was one instant. I mean, it was decent, but um, he, you know, the the true size. We always talk about this. The true size of, of Wolverine is only like five, five foot four, five foot five. Hugh Jackman is like six two. Yeah, and, and that's what, from what I read, that they're thinking about going, getting somebody that actual size. Mm-hmm. But Hugh Jackman is so loved in that, that yeah. spot. It's going to be hard. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's like a. Wolverine. Hopefully it's like the Joker, where everybody thought Jack Nicholson could, no one could top that. Yeah, and then you have the new Batman series, and the Joker was, yep. wasn't it was better, but it was the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, <coughs> the Joker. I mean that. Yeah, that I know what you mean. <laughs> that flathead, that flathead's getting to you. Yeah, did you eat first? <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing too, it's, man. It's the it's ice coffee. Yeah, yeah, it's another thing. It's ice need some wild Irish to go with that. Can't. Uh, cigar tip number <laughs> Cigar tip number 12 you're gonna Clear smoke throat. a full body cigar Make sure you have a full stomach Take some mucinex before you eat that And you know what, yeah And just to just to reflect back on, on Hugh Jackman Every time he was smoking a cigar They never had the ring on it I never knew what he was smoking I didn't appreciate that He was probably smoking the Thompsons Well, he would, he would smoke anything Remember in the, in the uh, Logan He just stole the cigars from the gas station <laughs> Yeah, that was great whole thing. Yeah, That was the best version of Logan I thought so far of Logan Was uh, Logan? 
old man, old Logan. man Logan. I think he's coming back to do that again, right? I hope so, because that yeah. was because that, that was, was what everybody wanted. They wanted to yep. see him really use his claws. I mean, yep. he's stabbing guys through the head yes. and all that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And another time where they showed what happens if superheroes go crazy. Yeah. X couldn't control it. He would get yes. these seizures and yes. fucking paralyze half the country. Did yep. you like that, Chris? Because you're not happy with a lot of movies, but. I, you know what, old man Logan. The the, the first time I, I I had an issue with it, and then I and then I watched it again. Chris was like, "You need to rewatch it." I think actually you probably I think you both said to me, "I need to rewatch it." And the second time around, I was like, "Yeah, okay, I like it. Like I'm yeah. with it. Like I'm with it." Um, the other X Men movies, no, there's there's not, not anything I could pick out of it. No, they were they were. I mean, Ma- adequate for the time, but yeah. they don't hold up. Magneto was close to being done well, close to being done well, but because I I like the uh, they did a good job. Um, describing Magneto and Charles X's relationship. I thought that that was well done. That's probably the only highlight of the entire X-Men thing. The only good part of uh, scene I liked of Magneto is I think it was the the Phoenix saga where he was on the train and he had the fight scene. Yes. And he's using his abilities yes. to stab him and crush him. And yep. I was like, why yes. haven't they done that before with Magneto? Mm-hmm. It's always here. I'm going to paralyze you and bring metal, raise metal in the air. Mm-hmm. But yet, they don't show how he works his abilities. Yes. And that was great. You know, yep. the guy with the puncher, he put the thing up, crushed his hand and mm-hmm. threw it, took the ni- took the, stabbed the guy in the neck and yep. all that. That, w- that part was awesome. That, I, was, that, was, that train scene was Yeah, that amazing. train scene was, was yeah. amazing. And that's, that's what I'm glad about how now Marvel's starting to do their stuff. Yeah. Now that it's in Marvel's hands, mm-hmm. it seems like that group is like, all right, we got to do this mm-hmm. the way the similar to the – and I know they can't do everything like the comic books because book and picture don't transfer well together. Yeah. When you go from a comic book or for a book to a movie. Yeah. I understand that. And I, I accept all that. Mm-hmm. But I love the way they're doing it. It's, yeah. it's, it's great. And it's a great time if you're a comic book person to mm-hmm. sit there and go wow this is great and i know yeah. a lot of like a lot of prominent directors are shitting on the marvel like scorsese's and mm-hmm. shitting on the marvel movies but they are what they are i mean well that's the thing i think uh uh scorsese and uh i hear what's his name too uh what's his name um quentin tarantino yeah they're uh they're they're at um they're 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 shitting on them because yeah. they're, okay, they're shitting on them because um it makes it harder for them to do their thing now. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're now, like I said, they're moving into different genres. Yeah, know? they gotta so, compete now. Yeah, so it's like, you know, not even a comic book, but just superheroes. People are taking the superhero um um a powered individuals and they're making them, you know, in romantic, you know, movies, they're putting them in, you know, like horror flicks and they're putting them in you know action you know it already had action so now it's making it hard there for them to get the funding you know saying to make a big movie because i'd rather if i'm gonna give you you know scorsese i'm gonna give you x amount of dollars to make this movie that's gonna be amazing you know saying that's gonna probably double our bread but no i might give it over here to this super powered movie that's gonna probably triple quadruple our bread you know saying so yeah well like I, it's it's kind of a great time to be a comic book fan. I mean, it is definitely. Know, the newer comic books are now like so PC. Mm-hmm. People have said, you know, read the old ones, and I kind of got started reading Civil War, 
Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to get some of the older ones that are tied into these movies so I can see the differences and what and the similarities between the movies yeah. and the differences between the movies. But it, it it for me as a comic book fan, I'm like, this shit is great. This yeah. stuff is great. I love I yeah. mean every movie so far, even the ones I thought would be bad, weren't bad at all. Like yeah. I thought the first Captain America was gonna be shit. Yeah. Because I wasn't a Captain America fan. Yeah. But looking at that first Avenger, I was like, wow. Yeah. And I'm so, I would love to see more interaction with the Red Skull. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. they took him out and right took after him straight the, out. Straight yeah. out and put him in, you know, you didn't see him again until years later. Yeah. And what is the, they were talking about, even with the uh, successful Snyder Cut, there was rumor that maybe they re-release Endgame with all the stuff they took out and okay. make it like a four-hour yeah. type movie and show it online. But we'll see on that. Um. Wow, we got a lot of in. We got a lot in this time, and this was a great, smooth conversation. It was. I, th- I was felt it? like uh, we were we were choppy at first, but like once we, you know, everyone up. relaxed, you know, and we, I, I felt everything went pretty good. So, any any parting words or anything before? No. Uh, Promote the, the shop again. Uh, big ass cigar lounge in four four eight route three seventy six. Hopewell Junction, New York. Uh, come on by, grab a stick and chill, or you can grab a stick and take it home with you. So if you're in the Fishgill, Wappingers, Poughkeepsie, Dutchess County area of New York, stop into the Big Ash Cigar Lounge. If you're a smoker, pick up a cigar, have some friendly conversation. Everybody is really nice here and welcoming, and we thank everybody who's been, who listens to this. And we're going to do more. So if you're feeding for more... <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna do Beef. more. But this is our maiden, our maiden podcast. Yes. Um, Chris had to, to partake or to leave, but he would like to thank you guys also. Yep. And Lamont, thank you for your time and giving us. Before we go, plug the, plug the podcast. Podcast Perf House Podcast, which will be on Spotify, and on iTunes. So. Look up Herf House Podcast. Uh, there is a YouTube page. This will be on the YouTube page. This will be on the um, the uh, tick parts will be on TikTok, and parts will be on Instagram. So please listen to the Herf House Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. And if you have any ideas or any comments and concern or anything, uh, Herf House Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, it's tied into the YouTube page. So just send us a message. And we'd be greatly appreciated if you guys would listen. So once again, thank you. Thank you, Lamont, for having letting us use your establishment, your beautiful establishment, thank to you do for this, putting this together. Maiden voyage of podcastium. <laughs> so thank you all and have a good weekend or week. Bye. Peace. <laughs>